Hey, so I'm on with my friend Jeff Mackey, who is an investor. Um, you probably are aware of him in some way, shape, or form if you consume any kind of financial media. Jeff's been uh, Jeff's been around a long time, and he knows Target better than probably anyone. And today's an interesting anniversary for Target. Jeff, what happened today? I think in 1962, 57 years ago today, Josh Brown, Target, an apple in George Dayton's eye, was founded outside in, in suburban Minneapolis in Minnesota, the heartland. So, date, wait, so date, Dayton Hudson was the department store that Target was kind of incubated within? Right on. And so Dayton's department stores was kind of one of those old school, really huge, elaborate Minneapolis department stores. And they incubated Target. Target was started at the same time as Kmart and Walmart. All three, the same exact year, discount retail just exploded on the scene about 60 years ago. Wow. I didn't know that they were all they all came along at the same time. They they came along with the highway system. And and Sam Walton, of course, is an American legend. Kresge, Kmart, is the guy that no one talks about anymore. And he was kind of favored to sort of take over the entire space. And they were all gunning for Sears because Sears was outmoded. Sears had those tiny boxes and the boomers were happening. So the suburbs were getting big. And these guys just came with like a wave with big, big discount stores giving rich people bargains. That's what my old man would say, because that was his job to find the target spaces. And he said, you know, so rich I'm gonna, people uh, like deals too. Yeah, so I'm going to get into that in one second. Why do you think, but why do you think they all had the same idea at the same time? Was it, it a coincidence? No, nope. okay. it was it, every, every generation or so, you get another wave of distribution and retail and American fortunes are made. And in this case, it was just people moving out to the suburbs. And, and folks just making suburban homes. So you think about your consumption, all of a sudden you need a lawnmower, you need a garage door opener, you need all that crap that you wouldn't need in the city because we became a commuter nation. And Sam Walton, the Daytons, and Kresge all went after it with Kmart's, uh, Walmart, and Target. So, the, years so ago. the stores followed where the, the demographics were going, yep. where the people and were going. Absolutely. And Target built, if you, to this day, if you drive around major metropolitan areas in America, you can see the Target right off the freeway on your way to the suburbs. And you go a little bit farther outside of town and you run into the Walmart. And as my old man would delight in saying, if you get off the on-ramp, drive about six blocks behind a used car dealership, you can find the Kmarts. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, all right, so tell us about, uh, your your dad's connection to all this because he was kind of a legend um, in in the retailing industry and um, so that the story of Target would not be the story of Target without him. They he came along at the right time and so he was a Drake football kind of guy and and so to him Minneapolis was the big city Dayton's was just this tiny little department store with big ambitions and so they just kind of hitched him up and it was the only job my dad ever had he went to work there in 1961. He was running Target by about 74, but Target was really, you know, it, it's any success story as a million fathers and Target doesn't get enough credit for the amount of stuff that came out of there just as ideas in terms of like ways to run a store, like the racetrack. You walk into a Target, they all look the same. That's not an accident. They came up with planograms and man, my old man would take a planogram out like a, the Marshall plan in terms of a military inspector. And if you were off one beat, every target aisle has to be three cart wide, carts wide, not four because that's a waste of space. Two and a half and you got people running into each other. Three, three carts wide. That do, they still, do they still go by that today? 
Oh, absolutely. I can walk into a target and I can tell you, I could yell at a store manager in a way that would just make him cry personally, because you can just feel that the targets are supposed to be run a certain way. It's all about adjacencies and it's all about the way you flow. 90% of the people turn to the right when they walk into a target. So it's all set up so that you walk around the racetrack to your right, you pick up your stuff, you finish with health and beauty and you stand in line. What do you think about the new guy? Um, the stock price has been up since he took over, I guess, three years ago. What's his name? Cornell? Cornell. I think he's really good. I think he's really good. You know, the question with, with Target was going to be kind of first, it was whether or not Amazon would just take him out. And and that's kind of died a little bit. And then it was just going to be whether or not they could become an omni-channel retailer. And discount, that's huge. you got to be everywhere. And everyone thinks, oh, well, that's Amazon. Well, not really, because Amazon doesn't have stores. Target has a quarter of a trillion square feet of store. What would happen? What would happen to Amazon stock price the day they announced the takeover of Target? Um, <laughs> when they announced the, tar- the takeover of Whole Foods, Amazon added more in market cap than what the acquisition would have cost them. But something tells me that Target, being way bigger, um, might not get the same reaction. What do you think? I don't think it would, uh, not for Amazon, but I think it's the play they need because that real estate is huge. If you think about a Target store, they're all on flat land out in the middle of the suburbs. They're distribution centers. Whether you're shopping there, you're driving up to go inside the store or you're picking up goods or they're sending trucks to stores in the neighborhood. Amazon doesn't have that infrastructure. It's a quarter of a trillion square feet. Amazon can't just go buy that somehow and they can't make little blimps and all that stuff. That's adorable and it looks cute in an artist mock-up. But you got a lot of 1,800 Target stores, 135,000 square feet each. I think Amazon needs something like that. Kohl's isn't going to be the answer. So long term, it's a much better play for Amazon. I think it would be neutral for the stock short term, but I would buy it. I'd be more interested in Amazon. What you, and I own Amazon and Target right now. Disclosure. Okay. So what do you think would happen? What do you think? Like, let's say Amazon never gets around to doing that deal. Or for whatever reason, they've looked at it and they don't want to do it. Will Target under the leadership of Cornell, be able to be, like do one-day shipping, which is what Amazon's talking about, um, like all of the advantages they right. have with the real estate, like is that going to be enough to fund the kind of uh, technology that consumers seem to be demanding? Yeah, because they've already got it there. So so you have 2,000 stores. That, that sounds kind of overwhelming. You can think about it. But they're less than 10 minutes from 90% of the American population. And Walmart what target target that. stores target, are? There's a that's amazing. It's that's a, amazing. It's an absolutely stunning stat. And you think about the size of those stores. You can't replicate that just by stuffing stuff into kind of the shipping channel. What Amazon would presume to have be the alternative to that is basically this virtual channel that just contains, you know, uh, 1,800 Target stores worth of product that's going out on any day. There's no way. Omnichannel means you got to ship it. Every way. So, so Amazon and Walmart, or Amazon and, and uh, what Walmart and Target are doing are snipping away at Amazon's lead online, and they have physical presence that Amazon doesn't. And so yeah, let me just... let me let me ask you about Walmart. So they bought Jet.com. It seems like like that that kind of gave them their mojo back a little bit. And uh, Walmart like has been legendary in terms of its logistical prowess. And then it seems like they took a nap for twenty years, but now just looking at the stock price and the way they talk about omni-channel, it seems like they're wide awake. Like that stock has run a lot too. Do, do you feel like Walmart is like really taking the fight to Amazon or 
are they just improving a little bit? Like what? Like what's really happening there? They're they're improving hugely, hugely. Okay. And I do nothing but invest in this space. That is literally what I do with all my money. And that's so, why I'm asking you. <laughs> you know, it's it's. I've got a dog in the fight because my dad used to work at Target. Target doesn't write me any checks, so I've been happy to short them and long them. And but yeah. now, just strategically, the Target, Walmart are finally sort of coming around to the notion that it's not going to be a separate thing. It's not going to be Target.com or Walmart.com. It's just Target. It's one just experience. Walmart. It's one experience. It's one experience. And, and right. you know what? Target's getting the best satisfaction. I mean, like bonkers Apple store fanboy type of customer feedback. And that's driving up what people like because they hate it when you pick your, their produce for them. Nobody wants a grape that's sour that someone else picked. So if you actually let them order in advance, throw all their heavy stuff in the trunk of their car, they park and they go pick the produce. Customers love that. Um, I'm into it. And I, I just like... Like I, I'm a shareholder of Amazon, full disclosure, but I just like the idea that there is competition because I think that it's scary if one company ends up becoming 40% of, of every retail dollar. Like I don't think anyone wants to see that. And it's not going to happen. I mean it, it's – when you think about – if you look at kind of how Amazon did with their physical stores and how they've done with Whole Foods, they get an incredible amount of ink for doing stuff like running promotions in a grocery right. store. Which uh, Jeff, we gotta we gotta leave it. We, right. we gotta leave we gotta leave it there. Thanks for coming on the mini pod, my man.